know, man. Look, this nigga's on some fuckboy shit. He's a fat fuckboy. Your name is in my mouth, Umar. Do something. Your name is in my mouth, fat fuckboy Jerome. What's his name? Um, um, Jermaine, whatever the fuck his name is. Do something. Don't make threats, Umar. Don't make threats to me. I want you to do what you're going to do. Don't make threats to me, my nigga. Don't sit on the internet with your little hat on and the ball on top and you talking to imaginary goons. Nigga, get up off the internet and come do something, nigga. I'm in the same spot. My office out here in Chatsworth, I'm there every day, nigga. I'm not hard to find. Do something, fat nigga. Do something. Do something. I don't play with niggas like you. You ain't about that fucking life, my nigga. You ain't about that life. All that tough gangster rah-rah talk, you ain't about that. We, You and I know that you're a big fuck, nigga. You and I know you try to talk all that gangster shit behind your little um, moist um, hotel beard to try to look tough, but we know you're a big soft cupcake marshmallow-ass nigga. We can tell that by the shit you were talking with that stripper when she got up on your ass and exposed your simping ass, you big fat simping cupcaking nigga on a text message sounding like a, a, a 15-year-old old bitch nigga, the stripper running game on your dumb ass. See, that right then, I knew wasn't no school gonna be built when I saw the way that nigga was cupcaking with that stripper. I wanna, I wanna smash your cookies. That nigga tweeted that broad, I wanna smash your cookies. Just real corny dumb nigga shit. I want to see you. I got to see that booty. I got to see that booty. When I'm, I was reading that nigga's text messages to that stripper, I'm like, shit. Nigga. I said, this nigga ain't got no fucking game. I said, this nigga ain't about to be on no fucking school. This nigga ain't really used to no real pussy. The way that nigga was cupcaking in those stripper tweets, then I knew what no school. And that nigga's been making bullshit excuses about that school ever since. I, I'm not shocked. That nigga's been lying about that school. And then it came to the realization, Umar ain't planning on no school. He never was. Uh, and this is a harsh reality, family, because understand this. Let me say this. Umar's two things. And this is the dilemma that a lot of people have. Umar, number one, very good speaker. Great speaker. On the other hand, he's a fraudulent bitch-ass fuckboy. That's the dilemma that a lot of people are dealing with. That nigga's both. He's a great speaker and a fraudulent, con-ass, insecure, fat fuckboy. Yeah! said release the memes that's right why not man why, uh, let everybody just release the memes anyway um hi every how you doing everybody once again this is johnny Silvercloud, the soul brother number one of a kind and i'm here to um talk about to host discussion on the Tariq nasheed umar johnson beef that's taking place before this year ends so it's kind of weird you know because uh typically i don't really I don't really care about any any of these two guys, you know. Um, like I guess independently, I don't care about either one. But to see both of these folks, you know, share occupy the same internet space, you know, beefing, you know, one is compelled to speak on it, man. Because when you have 
these two, I hate to use words like prominent and well-known or oh, I hate to use words like that for these guys. But when you have these two, um, why, why like readily recognizable, um, black guys who are, they supposed to be kind of pro-black, whatever, you know, they at least pose as pro-black. These like two of these folks occupy the same space and getting beefing and stuff like that. It raises a lot of questions because, you know, because a lot of people, you know, a lot of the, like this, the black followership that exists, they like to choose sides and, you know, um, Nikki picky and stuff like that. So um, here we have Rachel Revere, um, you know, a good old co-host from back in the day. She's appearing before the year ends to speak on this uh, Umar and Tariq um, beef that's taking place. So uh, say hi to everybody. Yeah. Hey, guys. I have to hide in the closet because my kids took our room over. So, hmm. I got a Tyler Perry R. Kelly it. Uh, but yeah, very, very interesting. I I made a post earlier about this, uh, whether or not you follow both of them, neither of them, one or the other. Uh, this is something that has caught quite a bit of attention. So, yeah. Caught my I heard. Yes. I heard this one um, one thing. Uh, I think someone else might have recorded it on YouTube of uh, what Umar was saying. And then I heard Tariq. I heard the totality. Well, some parts are kind of zoned out because I was like, you know, washing up and getting all snazzy and stuff. But but um, I, I heard a lot of uh, Tariq Nasheed's um, like 45 minute video concerning the situation. And uh, I have to say, man, Umar Johnson got ethered, man. He, if he Dude. got... I don't follow them. I don't like or dislike either of them, but man, I watched that whole 47 minutes. I watched that whole thing and I put myself in his shoes because I've been there to where people keep on and keep on at you. I don't know if you can hear me. I put these things in. Yeah, I can hear you really well. Hey, Cameron Bryce says, what's the beef about? You would like to fill him in? take this from what I gather so far um, I had to ask the last couple of days what was going on what people's feelings were on this but from what I gather it's basically like uh, Tariq Nasheed said whenever you you get this following and you start pumping yourself up a lot you start David Ruffing you know, you start feeling like you're the center of everything. I'm the temptations type shit. And he's, he's put it in his mind that he's the reason why Tariq Nasheed is Tariq Nasheed and not the other way around. And instead of going to him and talking to him about a lot of his beef and expecting him to always have his back, Tariq Nasheed kind of backed out of it, seeing all the stuff that was going on. He wasn't adding to it or taking from it. He just kind of got, got silent. And I think that pissed off... Um, Dr. Johnson to the point to where he was basically saying, "Why you ain't got my back, man? Why, why you ain't why you ain't speaking on my behalf?" 
Yeah, usually when someone says, someone asks someone else, a black content creator asks another black content creator why you didn't have my back, that that black black content creator number one who asked that question is in trouble and is probably wrong somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I had the yeah. same, I, I, I had like, you know, a micro, on a microscopic level, I had the same thing where I asked, like, hey, how can you have my back? And it's like, because you were stupid and here's why. And I didn't want to let folks know in public, so I'm letting you know right yeah. now. And I'm like, oh, Okay, I'm I'm kind of glad we had this talk, <laughs> but yeah, damn though. Them putting you out there and blasting you, they're gonna keep quiet and just let you take the heat and not add to it. And then whenever you go and put your foot in your mouth and then say, "Well, why didn't you have my back?" Well, how much time you got to listen to this bullshit? Because you've been <laughs> sitting here and I've been sitting here. Why didn't you do this stuff or not do this stuff or say this, that, and the other? And I've been trying to be nice and respectful, but it, why you put me in it? You don't want that. Yeah, it's like, and, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, continue. I can only, I've let people know on a regular basis. When it comes to these two, these two men, I, I'm not a follower of any man, period. Uh, a lot of people, whenever you have a big following, they start to look at you as this false idol. Like you can do no wrong, and everything you say is bond but they're starting to make these people like jesus and i i take the good and the bad and i basically agree or disagree but whenever it comes to this specific situation it looks as if one person has been kind of kind of had this beef with this other person it looks like um Dr. Johnson has had this beef with Tariq Nasheed and wants him to have his back on stuff that he has kept quiet on. And after all these years, Tariq Nasheed finally snapped his bitch. First off, you didn't make me. It was the other way around. And you're not going to sit here and keep on popping off at the mouth and expect me to do shit if you want some, come get some type of situation. And a lot of us are going to disagree. All black folks ain't the same. We don't act the same. We don't think the same. We don't look the same. We we are not the same people. So we should have the same rights to disagree. And the biggest issue I have here is with black folks sitting here telling everybody, well, white people are laughing at us and white people this and white people that. White people don't give a damn about us. Period. No, they don't. It doesn't matter how good, how bad, how ugly, how beautiful, how fucked up, how righteous we are. They're going to find fault in it. So sitting here trying to hold ourselves to their standards that they don't even meet themselves is bullshit. And that's the biggest issue we have. So fuck that whole, well, white people are laughing at them. They're, they're basically making themselves look bad, making us all look bad, making this, that, and that. No. Mm. They are human. They are not perfect. They are going to have beef, especially because this is a personal issue, because they know each other personally. So whenever you know somebody personally, there are going to be times where you step outside of your, how people see you or perceive you. And Teresa, she even said, well, they said, this isn't like me or I'm above this. No, the fuck so I'm, no, not. I'm not. We're yeah. fucking human. <laughs> fuck We've all been in this situation. A lot of times we try to be the bigger person because that's basically how we are bred. To be the better person, to be the bigger person, to allow so much shit. And sometimes you have to know when to say when. Yeah, and I think he finally reached the point. Yeah, and I don't think he's to be blamed for that. Yeah, it's like and I um, think both go ahead. Good, they're both good people. They're decent people, but their ego 
has has really said, "Here I am." Yeah, I don't know if Umar Johnson is exactly decent, but I'll say that his intentions are on point, but his execution of said intentions are whack. You know, intending yeah. on making a school superb, execution upon creating that school didn't work out, and you will have to be judged for that. You know, um, like say one for example, I have a project in my mind because I'm a photographer. Um, I thought it'd be, I think it'd be incredible if I had the ability to show up anywhere in the United States to do photography or any for any protest or riot that's taking place in support of black folks. Um, I'll need money to do that. So what if everybody's just sending me this money and GoFundMe accounts like that to make that happen so I can like, you know, get flights and hotels or something like that so I can always show up when something's going on. And I never do. You never see any any photography to back up what took place. Baltimore happens. I wasn't there. Uh, Missouri happens. I wasn't there. Pipeline happens. I wasn't there. And And I said, this is my plan. Give me money. I'll make this happen. You know, I'll be considered a fraud and I'll have to answer for it properly. If I don't answer for it properly or like at least give the money back or something, produce results or give the money back, it's going to put a big stain in folks' mouth permanently. But and that's what Umar that has. With Umar Johnson, he, that money is still there. He hasn't touched that money. And I, I think he's been, he asked for a huge amount of money. And a lot of people are saying, well, that school was sold and this and that. No, it has absolutely nothing to do with this one specific lot. There, This is an entire country. There's plenty more land out there. You can pull it from the bottom up. You can go buy a building that's already there. You can go pay people. You can get people to go in. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue with him is the fact that people are are getting antsy and anxious and they're starting to ask questions and instead of him saying well this is what's going on this is what's going on he's like fuck you you don't get to ask me questions you don't get to do this you don't get to do that and narcissistic because black folks are broke the the majority of us are broke as fuck and whatever we care enough about you to put in our faith in you and our money that we don't even have as it is we are going to Really want questions, and at the same time, because we are broke, it's going to take us a lot longer than some ugly ass kid bullying, getting bullied for calling people the n word and shit like this. We got a lot of fucking work to do. So we, it's it's one of those situations to where you have to actually consider this, consider that, consider this, consider that, and not just sit here because we know we're used to being let down, and it's harder to be let down by our own people. But at the same time, we have to give him more time than what white people would need, especially because we know white folks are going to be out there fucking too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, black people, they don't realize, like, me personally, white people who can't move me and piss me off, they will go out of their way to find other black people to argue with me. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't do that. I'm not going to sit here and make a bunch of videos and argue back and forth with black people because I know that gets y'all off almost as much as seeing one of us dead. So we yeah. have to take into account the shit, the outside shit, white folks and our own people and our own people saying this isn't good enough because we've been trained like dogs to fuck our own first. Like to question our own first to to never see any good in ourselves. 
no, this is a lose-lose situation whenever it comes to Dr. Umar Johnson. It's a lose-lose because either he fucked us over or we're fucking him over by doing this shit to him. I don't see like, us no fucking him over, though. I, ain't, I didn't do anything to him. It's like... Well, a lot of us didn't, but questioning him and then him coming back with the retaliation and the anger and my own people this and my own people that, like, he a little bit of truth to him, but at the same time, we're putting ourselves in a fucking box. I wouldn't so. even, I wouldn't even entertain that. It's like, like, uh, you know, Malcolm X never blamed black folks. Martin Luther King, he, he was held at gunpoint. You know, um, the, the FBI tried to send a black, a black assassin to shoot him at him. I think it was at a gas station or something like that. He didn't blame black folks. Um, the, uh, the parents of Emmett Till, they didn't blame black. It's, it's like, there's so many folks down the line. You know, like, like Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman was like one of the strongest black women that never got her own movie yet, right? She never, out of all the freaking Tanuki Sue Coon cats who wanted to like, um, who wanted to hinder her progress, hinder her mission, Underground Railroad, she never blamed black people though. So, it, so when 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 a person seeks to blame, he, they do this all the time, but they never do this right here. You know, plant that thumb in their chest. I see that, and um, you know, I'll say that Umar Johnson is not a pathological narcissist, as in he likes to hurt other people like Trump, but he is a nar- 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 narcissist nonetheless. And um, a narcissist in a leadership role or trying to obtain leadership. That's problematic, you know, because um, there has to be somewhere down the line where the person can possibly take critique. He cannot. He cannot take critique. He does not gauge engage in self reflection, and um, his conflict management skills are um, whack. You know, is, are not are not there at all. So, and like, so when it comes to being a leader, like say for example, Farrakhan. Farrakhan is a great example of this. He is very controversial. Controversial. He was the intended replacement for Malcolm X. That is deeply problematic. He knows something about his assassination. Super problematic. But guess what? Farrakhan has great conflict management skills. You know, rappers when they're about the, when they're when they're thinking about man, I might kill this other rapper I'm having a beef with. They go to Farrakhan to defuse the situation. So, my question is: Is there black folks out there who see Umar Johnson and like you know what? I want to call on him to defuse this situation, to to engage in this conflict, conflict management, to defuse this. Because I think that is the number one leadership ability that a black leader must possess. You know, self-reflection and conflict management. And they kind of go hand in hand. Because when conflict comes your way, you, you engage in self-reflection to see what you're doing wrong. And then you re-engage. You re-engage properly. So that's that's my take on um on do though I'm not like I don't really hold any of these guys of, of like re- one of the things that, that got me was um, I uh, posted a meme um, you know pointing out my emotionality towards the situation at hand which was indifference and I was indifferent to the fact to the idea that Mark Johnson might get his credentials taken away or revoked some a black woman came up and said that I was doing a white man's work and stuff like that. I'm like, how am I doing white man's work? I don't care. Uh, they need to quit doing for white people because this, we're colonized people. Yeah, we. And, um, looking for this comment, Cameron Bryce. He said neither of them have enough humility to lead, and that's the issue. I think the ego it kind of takes over, and instead of having some humility and figuring out 
when and where to, to, to back the fuck up and be like, okay, well, maybe I was wrong here. A lot of these people, once they have enough following, the people that follow them praise them like this false idol, and they keep telling them, yeah, you're right, yeah, you're right. They can be blatantly wrong and call out people who are not at fault and still shame and blame an entire group of people, and people will follow them and say, yes, you're right, because who are you? And people don't get to grow as people, and they don't get to... These are people who have been in the light, limelight, like like uh, Tariq Nasheed said, almost 20 years for him. Um, Umar Johnson, I think five or seven years or something. And then there's other people out here that have been followed for so long that they have not grown. They haven't learned anything because they believe in their heart of hearts that they are right and nothing that they say is wrong. And you cannot be a leader, and we don't. Honestly, black folks, we've had leaders for so long, and all they do whenever they're good leaders, kill them. So the people that are still here, they're basically ineffective on the white man. So the Jesse yeah. Jacksons and other people who've been here since the sixties and seventies, and they haven't nothing's happened to them. You have to at least question. And one of those issues here with us is saying, well, how are you pro-black? If you're sitting here trying to shame and blame and question this person. No. Being pro-black is not about agreeing everybody who has the same skin tone as you. It's not about shaming and hating and blaming everybody with your skin tone who doesn't think like you or act like you or fuck like you or fuck who you fuck or whatever, whatever the case. Like, we have some severe mental illness issues in our community. And this is why I no longer fight, blame, shame people who don't see me as blackness or black, or or a stand-up woman, or whatever the case. We all have our own position and role to play in a revolution if we want this. We are not all the same person. There are people that are going to teach. There are people that are going to fight. There are people that are going to protect. There are people that are going to lead. There are people that are going to follow. There are, we all have our own shit to play, our own role. And to sit here and... I. I can't stress it enough with black folks, as long as you're not out there sitting here blaming black people for our own oppression and our genocide, for the most part, you are right with me. Like, I've had issues like Tariq Nasheed, like you mentioned. There was a time where he called out me and another woman, Keisha, over some misunderstanding, and I didn't go there and fight and argue and talk shit and all this other crap, because it's not about that. If we have the same, at least we start out on the same kind of basis of wanting better for black people and not shaming and blaming each other for the shit that we go through that we had to over, then we get, we at least have somewhere to start with. And these two men, they basically, to me, they seem to have that same shit, but their ego kind of is slapping the fuck out of all of us right now. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I'll say that out of both of them, though, Tariq Nasheed is a little bit more valid far more valid in his complaint and his concerns than uh, Umar is against themselves. All right, uh, Anthony Jones says, look at Rachel, you should have your own radio show. Yeah, let's work on that. Let's work on that. Yeah, um, yeah, um, because these videos ain't working, they shut that shit down. Yeah, and I'll have to say, yes, that's correct. Uh, Fire Angelo does not owe um, the other third person person anything yeah um that's <laughs> man i just i i i wish 
It's kind of like watching a horror movie. You know, I, you know, it's kind of like, okay, um, don't go up the stairs, get out of the house, or don't trip and fall, don't go that way, don't open that door. You know, you want the person to do the right thing. Like, Umar Johnson, like, I totally recognize all his flaws. You know, as I recognize my own, right? You know, I, I recognize all these flaws these, this guy has. I recognize one, all the ones Tariq has. You know, um, as a trained leader, so to speak, uh, you know, I have the ability to, to like, pretty much put, create dossiers in my head, bios and dossiers of leaders and leadership and, like, you know, anyway... Um, I want folks to do the right thing. It's like, I'm waiting for one of these cats to like, you know, like Umar, cause I think he's older and I'm like, I don't wait for this cat to like grow up or, um, get that aha moment that catch that epiphany and be like, damn, what a shitbag, what a dickhead I am. And then like grow and, and just be better grow and he has not done that thus far he has a lot of time he has a lot of time on the mic and he has not done it thus far Tariq Nasheed if I'm correct he's a bit younger um he actually I think well as far as production he's accomplished more you know with the hidden pictures I mean hidden colors movies and a couple of books and stuff like that um I I just Tariq Nasheed, I think he still has time and space because he's not as narcissistic as Umar Johnson. Umar Johnson keeps on making all yeah. these mistakes. I mean, Tariq Nasheed, he wasn't caught with stripper and stuff like that. You say what? I've noticed a lot of growth from Tariq Nasheed. And yeah. I think a lot of that, just the last several years, he was speaking a specific way, a certain way about black women and stuff like that. And then mixed women and all this crap, but I think he's grown as a person more so than a lot of the other people. That's that's true. Um, so, like me, well, just a few years ago, between three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago with me, I was some, I was full of shit. I was, I was as ain't shit as ain't shit got. So there's a lot of growth <laughs> that a lot of us are doing, and I think a few of these people here. Are you there? Okay. You kind of froze on, on us. Sorry. My yeah. Man, he, he's at his wrestling match. He's, he's calling and it's freezing. Okay. But, um, Hope he does well. Yeah, I think a lot of us, um, we have had the ability to grow because we haven't had this huge following. And the people who have larger followings, their ego doesn't allow them to grow as much. Yeah, but and I've seen some growth in Tariq Nasheed from what I've seen from him. And there are certain people who, when they get a little clout, they refuse to grow. Because if it ain't broke, don't fix it because I'm getting my money, bitch. So. Demetrius says, we're going to call 2017 the Conscious Cleanse. Lecturing, come to a city near you. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I think that, uh, I remember, um, it was a while back ago, um, I think it was DD, either it was a DD Delgado or Fi Angela. Somebody had something on their wall talking about leadership, and um, and I you know and I mentioned that it's the followers that kind of make the leaders because the followership has to question the leadership, and the leadership has to be able to to absorb those questions and you know like I said before engage in self reflection, and um, a great leader is a great leader is not just by themselves, they'll like they'll take the fall by themselves. They take responsibility by themselves, but they're not by themselves. 
a great leader has greater advisors and and you have to be able to take advice one has to be able to take advice from advisors so to speak so that's that's a level of followership i think that when it comes to us you know we're like like lower mid-level black content creators conscious woke wherever y'all want to call us um i think that our followership demands far more from us than their followership I think there's a difference, like the, the, the quality of the leader is reflected in the quality of the followers. You know, I think like my followers, oh boy, they'll like, if I, if I just say something wrong, they'll slap me, they'll slap my, they'll get, you ever heard of a Daffy slap? You know, where Daffy Duck's bill gets slapped across the side of his head? I get slapped in my face just like that. I'm like, damn, what happened? I got Daffy slapped. And they'd be like, well, you said this stupid. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, let me get, let me let me engage in some self reflection, fix that, and move the bill back in front of my face and keep it trucking. But folks like them, they don't really have followers that that um that engage them like that, or or they're not receptive to it either. So when they have a follower as such, they just blow them off. I think there's another thing that. What are you about to say? Go ahead. Okay. It's, it's just like friendship. Like, like, if you have a true friend, they're going to call you out on your bullshit. And how you react is how you react. They're going to call it how they see it. And whenever people have a longer following, they stop allowing people to check them. And that's why I don't do that shit. And I stop making videos to a point because I want people to feel comfortable. Because I had a lot of people inbox me and say, I'm afraid of how you react. I'm afraid of how you're going to do this. But I want hmm. you to call me out on my bullshit. I don't want you to tell me how to act or react, but I want you to call me out on how I act and react. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense. But makes if I'm wrong... I, I get it. Yeah. Like, if I'm, if I'm wrong in something that I'm saying or, or seeing something the wrong way, call my ass out on that shit. Don't tell me I'm being unladylike or I'm not pro-black for not seeing things the way you want me to. Just... Speak to me and say, well, the way you reacted to this or the way you reacted to that, because I had so much shit to, like, unpack whenever it came to the anti-women or anti-black women specifically, the anti-blackness, the, the colorism, and, oh, poor me, I'm not accepted by black people, so it's dark skins that are the problem. I, we all start off in this fucked up situation that we have to unlearn, and... The worst thing you can do is sit here and allow me to say some fucked up shit knowing that I'm wrong. That's why I don't play that shit with people. Like, mm -mm. bitch, if you don't get your light skin tears out my face with this bullshit when you got dark skin going through more shit than you, if you don't get your white, flat hair, lip noodles, tiny ass out of here with this bullshit trying to say, well, just because of the way I felt with black people around me, no. There's a lot of shit we have to unpack and we have to be there for each other because white people are going to allow us to do anything as long as we are helping them out. You ain't lying there. Um, another factor that um, I'm seeing with um, black content creators, because, you know, you hear me say this word, you know, this phrase, black content creator. This, you know, I'm not using the word woke. I'm not using the word. You know, I, I don't even want to use the word leader too much, but black content creators, which is what we all are. 
um, there's a distinction between between um, you know leader and entertainer. You feel me? And the more of an entertainer a black content creator is, I believe, you know, based on my observations, the more of a, um, you know, entertainer they are, the more, the more blind their followership is, the less questioning their followership is. But the less of an entertainer they are, you know, if they're more cerebral, more intelligent, you know, like, you know, like how we are, <laughs> like how we are, if they're more like us, you know, we have, we have followers because we, we, we bring in and, and matter of fact, it's kind of like, it's kind of like roach spray, man. If you, if you have some, if we, if we get dumb followers, they don't last long. They don't last long. You know, I'm, I'm quite, you've been doing this longer than me. So I'm quite sure. I'm quite sure you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you have a follower who's stupid and then they try to, you know, they're like, wait a minute. This is not what I'm, this is not what I expect of you. And like, what were you expecting? You know, beat it, beat it, get out of here, beat it. I'm not, I'm not. That's not where I'm at. Beat it, get out of here. You know, well, they don't last long. When you follow somebody who is like if you follow someone who is constantly growing and trying to be a better person tomorrow than they are today, there are going to be times where they switch shit up, and you're not going to agree with what they say today versus tomorrow. And y'all either go your own way or you try to get a better understanding as to why they feel that way. And when it comes to me, it's 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 pretty blunt. Whenever it comes to people in this society that are oppressed, nine times out of ten, I'm gonna I'm going their way. I'm gonna speak up for them, I'm gonna stand up for them. I don't give a damn if I'm in that group or not. And if you can't get an understanding as to why, then you're part of a problem, and I will keep you around as long as you don't keep bullying those people. But exactly. if not, get the fuck out of here, go on, and come back later, because I have people who will come back years later. I thought you were fucked up, I thought you were wrong, I thought you were doing this, I thought you were doing that, and you're right, and now I understand what you're going through, because people are sending me messages that I used to send you. Yeah. Well... Demetrius, he says, forgive us, I'm about to write a book. The fall of consciousness, the rise of intelligence. I damn near won a Nobel Prize off of that. Well, what you could do, Demetrius, is write an article, and I will publish that sucker on Afro Sapio file. You know, put your name on it and everything, your PayPal, all of it. Let you get all that credit. You know, um, yeah, put that mess on Afro Sapio file, my website. So, yeah, for this full of intelligent black thought. No, I don't. I don't get well. All the pay, all the pay is donations. All the pay is donations. But you know, I'm all about putting the PayPal's down. As a matter of fact, since you've been a part of this right here, I'm like when I do the podcast version of this, I'm gonna put your PayPal down um, in front, like PayPal or Patreon or both, whatever which, in front of mine, in front of my standard stuff, because you're the co-host here, you're the guest, and um, yeah. You know, if folks want to donate to uh, Rachel Ray, Rachel Rivera, they can. That's, yeah, it's a new thing. It's We're about to hop in season two of Afro Sapio File. This is next year coming up. I'm getting a little smarter. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm to that, though. I think that might be part of why I bounce around from podcast to podcast to video to all this shit because I'm afraid. I am literally afraid of getting large enough following to where my head gets so big that 
I just stop believing that I have growth to accomplish. And I'm afraid that once I get to the point to where people start, because I've gotten to that point before to where people are like, yes, you're right here. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I'm like, some ain't right. Like, if people keep on agreeing with me, there's something wrong here, because ain't no way in hell you're going to make some changes or, or do anything or teach anything if everybody's agreeing with you and this shit ain't right. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid that one point is just, it's fucked. I'll tell you what, you stay friends with me, I'll always, you know, keep you clean, and uh, I will certainly expect the same from you, you know, and, you know, Sean yeah. Scott, China Fox, by Angelo, um, all like, like, this, this family that we have here, everybody, but yeah, though, like, because yeah. Fire, she keep me clean like a mug, if I say something stupid, Boy, she'll daffy, daffy slap the shit out of my ass. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, it's much love, you know, from 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 us all. But overall, though, man, I. Yeah. So what do you, so what do you hope out of this beef that's taking place? What do you feel? Be, mm. Like your thoughts on that? I hope that black folks as a whole, which we know how that goes, but I hope as a whole don't hold us or hold these two men to a standard that we don't hold white people to. Like, constantly we'll say, well, white people don't do this, white people don't do that, white people do this, we've learned from white people, and this is what happened. But, it's just like a situation that I've mentioned, and I'm not comparing these two to the next two, but when it came to W.E.B. Du Bois and Marcus Garvey, they both came from completely different backgrounds, and they both had their own um, companies with their newspapers. They both ended up fucked as a result of it. They both mm. ended up exiled basically from the country to where they both died in different countries or different continents and yeah. shamed and blamed for all these different issues based on their blackness. And still, instead of understanding where they were exactly the same, they focused on their differences and their light skin, dark skin beef and all this other shit. So hopefully these two men won't do that and they'll put that shit aside and at least say, bitch, you ain't shit, I ain't shit, you ain't shit, but let's do this shit together and grow from that. Because if we can all agree on something, it's still that white people ain't shit. I mean, excuse me, 99.999% of white people ain't shit. I don't give them, I give them no quarter, you know, I, I give them no quarter. It's another topic. But yeah, um, I, uh, I'll say the first hope is for Umar Johnson. I, I hope that Umar Johnson begins to engage in self-reflection, all right, to actually absorb what's taking place. And somebody's laughing. <laughs> Damn, somebody's laughing. But yeah, I, I actually do hope that he engages in self-reflection, you feel me? So where he actually, he catches that epiphany, that aha moment where he's like, oh, damn, what a fucking penis I've been. What a dickhead. What a fucking beef flute I've been this whole time. And then he uses his brain because he's a smart man. And, you know, and then his heart gets recalibrated. Then he, like, really gets gets good at this shit. Hope, um, Tariq Nasheed, I hope he doesn't become Umar Johnson. No, um... Oh, he won't. 
Yeah, I, I think that's a really safe bet that he will not become Umar Johnson. Um, I hope he continues to build. I have, you know, as a movie buff, as an Afrocentric, Af- as a, as the, you know, <laughs> the vicious abolitionist movie buff guy. I have not, I have yet to see any of his Hidden Colors movies, but I will after this. I hope he continues to to make those things happen. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen Glory either. It's like I've seen Glory, but you know I haven't seen the Hidden Colors movie. Um, I haven't seen Get Out. I'm just joking. I did see Get Out, but I have not seen the Hidden Colors movies. So, um, oh, <laughs> huh? No, no, no. Um, I'll, I'll I'll check them out though. I'll check them out. Heard there's three. Heard there's. Yeah, it's going to happen after this. I'm still good, and I'm not drunk. You about to say? You got to at least watch Hidden Colors 1 and 2. After that, it got a little, um... Actually, mainstream. the second one, they got a little pseudo-sexual. But the first one was fucking dope. The first one was dope. Like, for real, for real. God his mother uh, said, oh, my fault. Yeah, well, Dr. Umar Johnson, somebody posted his actual credentials, like, from one of the schools. I don't know why he was beating around the bush and didn't want to answer that shit, but whenever you narcissism years and years of college, um, focusing on psychology, the way the mind works biologically and psychologically, there's no excuses for, for... what the fuck is going on with him? He's basically just ignoring all red flags of himself. Like, even me, I only I spent three years studying and focusing on psychology in college. And, baby, my main for even going and majoring and switching my major over to psychology was because I was fucked up in the head. Like, there's no excuses at this point. I remember um, I was in the... He needs black Jesus... Korean Jesus, uh, whiskey Jesus. He needs Mises. He needs to fucking focus on himself and look in the mirror and fix that shit. I and I, I'm, I don't know what the fuck else to say. I remember um, I was in a, a internet debate back when I used to debate with folks with random stuff online before Afro file was created and all this other good stuff. Um, it was about uh, it was like warfare. It was something of Afghanistan. I forgot what it was. And um, the per- the guy was like, so when were you deployed to Afghanistan? I said, oh, like, you know, 2005, 2006, you know, oh, and, and, and they were like, they were like, well, uh, well, uh, you don't got to be so snob about it. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't play that game there, buddy. You sat there. You thought that I was a random ass Joe. You didn't think I was a vet, you know, since you know I'm a vet now. Now you want to act like I'm being snobbish. No, you invited that. So when have you like, so, you know, the point being is that if I have credentials, I'll place them out. If somebody, somebody has a question, I was, you know, I would, I would let them know if I, if I had, if somebody was like, so, so when, so when did you get your doctorate? Oh, I got my doctorate, uh, um, Harvard university, uh, 2008. You know, if, if, I, if that was real, I would answer it just like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Howard University, 2012. How about you? And they'd be like, well, uh, well like, I, I, would, I would do that. Like, if someone asked, I would just let them know. Because you did the work for that. The problem is, and this is what I'm talking about, like, he, um, he's a narcissist. And narcissists do irrational things. 
Look at Trump. Trump's a different story. He's a pathological narcissist. There's a difference there. But a narcissist, nonetheless, will do unra- irrational things. Ooh, boy. Yeah, that's something else, though. Um, yeah, so the first one is to Umar. The second one is to Tariq. And to the public, to the followership, as I call, um, I would, you know, Umar makes Leos look bad. Damn, Floyd Bates. That's unfortunate. Good thing I'm not Leo. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. All right, so to the public, excuse me, first and foremost, it is totally okay to critique these black leaders, okay? Do not be afraid to critique these black leaders. It's totally okay. We have to. Because without critiquing these black leaders, um, these black content creators, they'll run amok. You know, like the person who who was critiquing me on being um, a black content creator, you know, critiquing, like, I mean, I was indifferent, but I'm like, okay, well, based on your logic, you shouldn't be bringing it to me because I'm a black content creator. You must be doing the white person's work, yelling, talking to my, yelling at my ass. Anyway, um, but yes. Black people should check black people, don't check no black people in the White House. Yeah, like, you know, and yeah, get checked. And like, white folks watching or not watching don't because they own all, they own all this shit. You know, this is, you know, white America is white America. They'll... We we can't just we can't we cannot allow white supremacy preclude um, analysis and assessments of our leaders or wannabe leaders. We cannot do that. Or prominent black speakers, um, black intellectuals, the Hotep folks, or the Ankh right, or whatever you want to call it. You know, um, we cannot allow white supremacy to preclude us from assessing and analyzing, and critiquing um, these folks, us. Yeah, you know the community. You we can't we check, check ourselves when we check each other. Yeah, and that's what that is. Like to sit here and say we can't check people for being black, and then at the same time and in the same breath saying all skin folk ain't kid folk. It's a it's a bullshit ass analysis. It's it's hypocrisy. It's bullshit. All of us are going to see each other different. We're all going to thank each other, look each other, do all these other things differently. And to sit here and say, just because I like this person, you shouldn't be checking them because they're black, is bullshit. Because Colin Powell, Rice, Obama, um, Omarosa, all these people that a lot of us have issue with, we have beef with, um, don't know if anybody noticed, but they black. So... Hmm. Your skin tone alone. Just because you don't want us to check the person that you follow, I think not. Your skin tone alone is not a validating factor. Your skin tone. Because I'm gonna check you. Yeah, skin tone alone should not be a validating factor. So, you have any uh, last words before we uh, put this one to an end? Close, close out. Hopefully, black folks will not hold these two black men. A standard that they will not follow themselves. We all have beef. We all get into arguments. We all debate. We all go back and forth. We all look like ain't shit motherfuckers in front of other people at 
time. So hopefully getting out of pocket every once in a while is not going to cause us to completely override what these two gentlemen have done for black people or cause us to not at least question what these two black people are doing for black people. All right. So Jordana, uh, she said that black leaders need to be held accountable more so as leaders. Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. All right. Floyd Bates says can have these people going around thinking that they're infallible and untouchable. That's that's Ray's point right there. Absolutely. Jordan, she added, we cannot allow anyone to claim leadership of African-Americans and expect to be allowed to do as they decide is best. We need to be educated as to what any leader is doing for us. Absolutely. So so this is what accountability looks like. This is what, you know, followership or anybody who's not, you know, in that same position you know, is, is holding leaders accountable. This, this is all we're asking here. So, yeah, um, if anybody else don't have any other words to add, I'll say that it's about that time. Thanks for joining us before you leave. If you like what you heard, click like, subscribe to us on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you go for your podcast. That's Afro Sapiel File, Afro Sapiel File Podcast, y'all. Do not let this be the last time we hear from you or you hear from us. Follow us on Facebook, Afro Sapiel File. And if you want to be heard, if you want to be heard... If you want to be heard, you can call. You can call. You can call in and leave a message, like three minutes, on um at two o two eight five four nineteen ninety six. Okay, come in right on time. I'll add it, add it to this podcast right here before I ship it out on SoundCloud. Last but not least, be sure to check us out on AfroSipiaFile for anything intelligent you know pertaining to intelligent black thought. You know, I'm expecting to see Demetrius, uh, you know, hit me up on that one so we can facilitate his uh, his fall of the, of the conscious rise of the, the intelligent. I like the, it's a damn good title. Uh, I want to I want to facilitate that. I want to let's make it happen, baby. All right. So this is Johnny Silvercloud and make sure it was you. Just Ray in the cell. I'm always in Facebook jail. Yeah, the Facebook jail is no joke. I don't know how I evade. I know how, because I always yeah. make stuff outside of Facebook. That's my yeah. my platforms Rivera, also. Ray Rivera, Raquel Rivera, Rachel Brown, Jesse Johnson, Mary Johnson. Jesse Johnson? That was you? I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus. All right. <laughs> Jesus better believe this. You know, all over the place like telekinesis. All right. Um, Johnny's like, so brother. <laughs> Cry Reese. <laughs> when I saw the name Cry Reese, I died. I died laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm. he just, the face he made on the camera. <laughs> Stupid, big ass, rich motherfucker, crying, lost his damn mind. Like I said before, I said before on, on a prior podcast, all Tyree's got to do is make another Coca-Cola commercial, singing on the bus, and he'll get them. He'll get the money to see his daughter. Yeah. Right. Anyway. We're signing out. <laughs> Peace, y'all.